You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Holidays are over. Oh, I know, I know. They always go by way too quick. Christmas comes and Christmas goes. It does, it does. But I think we both learned a very valuable lesson, and in the process became closer friends. Amen. Amen. Hey, cheers! This coffee smells delicious. Thanks. Let's see. Mm. <sighs> and for those of you following along at home. You could also start drinking your coffee right now. <laughs> That's like the cue. <laughs> Turn the page. <laughs> Drink the coffee. Oh, hey, it's still there. Hey, our sleigh bells. Our makeshift sleigh bells. <laughs> guess, I guess the holiday season is always with us. I guess so. And with you, the listener here on G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. Oh, wow. That was beautiful. That that just felt so good. I have a tear in my eye. He's Adam. I'm John. We are your two most caffeinated hosts. And on a weekly basis, we discuss the latest music. But this time, we're changing it up. <sighs> oh, well, it's the end of 2018. Years coming to an end. And so it is time for you and your favorite news outlets to review their favorites. Although some outlets have already put out their 2018 list like at the end of November. Right. And they assume nothing came out. Ah, but they are wrong. They sure are wrong. There was a lot of stuff that came in late there at the end of 2018. There sure was. Uh, you know, in, including, uh, let's see. Well, you know what? I don't want to give it away. Oh, because right. Because it, it, it just might show up on the list. Ooh. Now, we do best of 2018 list a little bit differently here. A little different. Just a little differently. So we are going to do some superlatives. And then we're going to wrap it up with the big stuff where we call it our essentials, right? Yeah. 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 It's not like your typical kind of list. We don't want to just be like, these are the top 10 albums in this stagnant order. No, it's not like that whatsoever. Bird to bird to bird. Yes. Bird to bird to bird. Bird to bird to bird. Yes. Yeah. No, we're we're all about saying like, here are all the albums that you can listen to. Uh, there are going to be some albums that we feel like you need to have in your collection, and that's what we'll be rounding out our show with towards mm-hmm. the end. So I think we've got about 25 albums each, so there's a lot to cover. Yeah, so let's uh, get started. You want to take us in? Okay. Start off with a good superlative? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start off with the best album that made me wish I didn't get a C- minus in Spanish. Oh. And that is... Rosalia's album El Mal Cuerar. I think that's how it's said. I don't I know. You got the C plus in Spanish. <laughs> C minus. Oh, see, so I'm giving. Worse. I gave. I'm grading on a curve. <laughs> this is just one of those really strong pop stars 
that's able to take an old genre and make it feel new again. Uh, Flamenco, she takes that kind of genre and just brings something new to the equation there. This is really strong pop music, and I'm very excited to see what she has down the line. Because if she keeps on going in this direction, she's doing something special. Nice. Nice. Uh, this superlative is called, wait, Julian Casablancas makes st- makes music still? <laughs> it's going to The Voids for their album Virtue. I forgot about that album. Yeah, I've got a lot of uh, old school, old school 2018 on this list. So this is like early 2018. I have a couple early 2018s on here that okay. should not be forgotten. But yeah, this is a cool little experimental album if you're looking for strokes with a little uh, experimental element to them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. He, every once in a while, his solo stuff can kind of hit that good mark there. Yeah. What yeah. was the one that has 11th Dimension on it? That's a great song. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. Best album that's way too short and I wish was twice the length goes to Tierra Whack with Whack World. Oh, yeah. That one's on my list too, actually. Oh, yeah? Is, yeah. It, a, is it a superlative? Um, let's see here. No. Oh. Mm. Mm, the I, suspense is killing me. Killing then. me, killing <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah, this this album is very unique. I think it's 15 tracks, and they're each a minute long. But this is one of those kind of unique, I guess, I, I don't know if it's rap, R&B. It's like a whole it's melding a bunch a of a lot of mix. genres. It's very unique, and we'll talk about it a little later when we get to our essentials, but... But yeah, it's such a unique album and one that I think everybody really needs to check out because it's just unlike any other kind of experience. It's catchy, it's fun, it's deep, it can be also insightful at points, mm-hmm. and it's all her own unique thing. She is just on a whole nother level and nobody else is reaching it. Yeah. All right. Best motivational album goes to Andrew WK for You're Not Alone. I really like this album. It's so good. It's it's Andrew WK. For those of you who don't know, he's a musician, extremely talented musician, piano player, guitar player, a little bit of everything. Kind of aggressive singing style, heavy guitars, but at the end of the day, it's all about love and partying and with emotion and living your life. And damn, let me tell you, it's probably the best workout album I've listened to ever. So if you're... You know, for those of you working on New Year's resolutions, like I will be hitting the gym a lot. If you want some good motivation just to keep going and, you know, life is good, I highly recommend this album and any of his other music. But yeah, definitely check out You're Not Alone. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Uh, The next album that I have lined up is the most overlooked jazz record of of the year, in my opinion, is from Sons of Comet. Your queen is a reptile. This is jazz that's almost aggressive. This is jazz that almost reaches a certain level of punk. This is one of those kind of albums that may not be for the traditional jazz fan, but I think it's a great album for those of you who are wanting something that has life injected into the genre because this is just an album that just kind of took me by surprise. It's almost borderline if... Death Grips was a jazz band. <laughs> oh, that sounds so, right up my alley. Yeah, and I couldn't get enough of, of listening to it. I think it was one of those kind of jazz records that didn't get talked about enough, and I don't think it should be overlooked. Hmm. 
Let's see here. Um, this is a good superlative. So this is for worst cover of Africa by Toto. And I'm looking here. John, I think in a G for D first, we have a tie. Oh, wow. Tie. So we have um, Weezer's version of Africa and Pitbull's version for Africa. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Anything can happen on these best of lists. Wow. It's shocking. I, I was not expecting that. Wow. Uh, I I couldn't even. Okay. Let's let Africa die. <laughs> not Not the country. We love the country. Yes. But the song, we get it. It's there. It's the 80s. It's crossed over into that point for me where now it's making me start to hate the original. Yeah. It, the Weezer song, the problem is it's like the life force was sucked out of it. And the big part of Africa, besides the vocals and the guitar parts and the keyboards, are the drums. And the drums in the Weezer version are just so generic and not good and just doop, doop, doop. He doesn't even do all the fills and just like it doesn't... Ugh. Okay, we're done. And then Africa <laughs> by Pitbull is just, well, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, the lyrics on that I, are painful. Yeah, just don't even. Absolutely painful. Yeah, just just don't. We Neither of us have seen Aquaman yet. No, we need to. We really need to. And apparently that song shows up in the movie. Oh, God. So it's not even like one of those ones where. Yo, Aquaman, Dale, man. <laughs> Live your life. I'll never forget. I saw Pitbull in college. Wait, you did? Yeah, he played at... So Florida State University had a... Like it's thing. I think it was called War Chant. It was like before Homecoming. So it was Gym Class Heroes and Pitbull. Oh my God. So it was packed for Pitbull. And like, you know, he came up and he had a DJ. His name, his DJ's name was Buddha. And he's like, yo, Buddha. And he's like, yo, Pitbull, what up? He goes, yo, let's take these guys to the club now. Okay. And then he plays something and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, that was good. Hey, how about we take him to L.A. now? And then he'd play another song. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, we're traveling around the world with Pitbull. And he's like, oh, you know. And then he says something in Spanish and just all these girls are screaming. But the funniest part of the story is the year after Citizen Cope played War Chant. Mm. And there were about five people in the audience. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, well, people do love Pitbull. Mm, they sure do. And I'm sure there are people out there who love that version of the song, but no, it is, that is really quite If you love that bad. song, you have no love in your heart. Yeah, just stick with the original. Like, don't, don't ruin the original for me, please. No more covers. Thanks, Stranger Things. Appreciate it. <laughs> wow, that, that was a good one. Thank that you. Was, that was a really creative one. Thank I like that you. one quite a bit. Next up, I have the album... Oh, actually, you know what? I might have this on the second page. Please excuse me. Uh, yes, I do. Album that made me feel like I need to join the Black Panthers. <laughs> it goes to Georgia and Muldrow. The album Overlord. Now when you say, Overlord. Now when you say Black Panthers, do you, do you mean like Marvel's Black Panther or you mean the radical movement group? The radical movement group. <laughs> John, I got some news for you that you probably don't want to hear, but I, I don't think that they take white people in the Black Panthers last time I checked. Oh, well, okay. Then makes you want to join Wakanda. How about that? There you go. There we go. <laughs> You'll be like Martin Freeman. Yeah, I'll be the Martin Freeman. Yeah, they're just going to look at you weird. <laughs> Oi. 
Complex and her slide. I'm sorry. I was. I'm sorry. I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> I love that part in Forrest Gump. That's what I was exactly thinking of. Too. That's exactly what I was thinking of. So, the, 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 this this album is very soulful, uh, very you know R and B heavy, but it's definitely like an makes album. you want to murder people. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> it's just it's very black pride you know that that type of album like the front cover has her with the, like an afro and everything like that it just if it's a very woke album <laughs> for our very non-woke statements <laughs> when, when i thought of that i was like Ad, adam's gonna love this i really think he's gonna love it <laughs> did i just throw you off your game there just a little bit all right here i'll give you one this is the get off my lawn you damn kids that goes to eminem for his album revival or whatever he released this year. Collapse. Or, Collapse. Or, no, Kamikaze. Kamikaze. There it is. Uh. Yeah, don't listen to that album. <laughs> Panthers. Jesus. <laughs> uh. mm, coffee. <laughs> no, but it's a really great album. Uh. I trust your judgment. <laughs> what else you got on that list? <laughs> Uh, all right, I promise this one <laughs> is is nowhere near offensive. Uh, it's um album I would most likely find crate digging, and that comes from and I'm gonna totally butcher this name right here. Really, really gonna butcher it. Terang Bin with Con Todo El Mundo. Totally butchered it. I know it. It's all good. I apologize. Yeah, this is an interesting trio here. I think they're made up of a bunch of different nationalities, everything from like Thai. I think there's also somebody who's Hispanic in the group, all that kind of good stuff that comes up with this mostly instrumental, <clears throat> excuse me, mostly instrumental kind of like laid back sunny day kind of music. It's just so unique on its own with like these kind of Thai funk elements to it. And it's one of those albums that you might've heard people talking about throughout the year. It's just got a great vibe to it, and it's one of those kind of things that, like, I feel like I would find, you know, just kind of digging through the $5 bin. At, the, at, at your Black Panther parties that you go to. <laughs> like the $5 bin, $5 used vinyl bin at the record store, and it's just got just such a great vibe. I think you should check out that album. I think you would dig it too, Adam. Hmm, cool. Um, this one is... Let's see. Let's do this one. This is the best reissue this year that was not the Beatles' White Album. <laughs> and it goes to the beta band for the three EPs. They are a Scottish band. Kind of this like electronic, guitar, indie rock. It's very, very good. I highly, highly recommend it. I saw about it on Pitchfork, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And hmm. I definitely recommend it. It's called the three EPs by the beta band. Cool. Uh, next up, I have the best album that's filled with nostalgia, and that goes mm. to Exaltera 
self-titled album that came out this year. This is very much an album that you would have listened to in the 90s. Jungle, drum and bass kind of sound on it. And it has all the sensibilities of an album that would have come out 25 years ago. And nostalgia can be dangerous for any kind of form of entertainment. Sometimes, you know, you could either rely on it too much, like you're just held back by it, or just not as good as the stuff that you know and love. But in this case, the nostalgia is there, the references are there, but it's still not teetering into the point of sounding like somebody else. This still sounds like its own thing. And this is a really fun album because of the influences that it brought in, not because it's like held back because of those influences. These are the good parts of nostalgia. Exactly. Got it. Are we doing a top 15 or top 10 for the end? I was just making sure here. You want to do a top 15, don't you? Ugh, kind of. Do you okay. have 15? All right. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> obviously. Do, do I have 15? All right, we'll start sir. at 15. That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, Man, I know you did a I wish I w- this album was longer mm-hmm. award, so I'm going to give that one as well to Nine Inch Nails for their EP, Bad Witch. Ooh, good I, choice. I really wish that was longer. It is an excellent, excellent EP out of the three that Trent Reznor has put together in this I would time. agree with that. Um, I wish it was longer. It sounds great. Definitely check it out. If you're a Nine Inch Nails fan, you will not be disappointed. I agree. I completely agree. That's probably my favorite thing they've done in a long time. Yeah, same here. You know, minus obviously the work that Trent Reznor has done. With oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's definitely the... I, I like it out of the Nine Inch Nails materials that come that has come out in the last couple of years. Cool. Uh, I then have the best EP that was dropped this year. I can probably guess what you're going to put for that. Aphex Twin Collapse. And that did not make your top 15. Well, I feel like, okay, I've got a lot in my top 15. No, that's okay. It's all good. So I, I wanted to make sure this got a specific call out. Because I think this is a really strong four-track LP. Yeah. Apex was... Twin still still can surprise us, still can have fun, and still can do some things that are just really forward-thinking. And really, all the imitators have tried to duplicate over the years, but nobody really gets to his level. Yeah. I, I It's on my essentials list, too, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Okay. So um, let's see here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So we both did a best jazz album this year. So my best jazz album goes to Kamasi Washington for Heaven and Earth. Ooh. A three hour slash if you open up your hidden record five four hour uh, jazz epic by Kamasi Washington. It's excellent. It's fast. It's furious. It's in your face. It's calm. It's it, it's everything you're looking for. Definitely, if you can brave the three-hour time frame, it's definitely worth it, and it'll be very cool to see what he does next. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, hmm. See, this is this is difficult, because I'm looking at my list, and I'm realizing, like, wait, I really have more than 10. Yeah, it's like I have, like, I made, like, I made literally 25 albums, and I put them in the order that I thought would be the order. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to read that off. If you want to just, what are you feeling, John? What are you feeling? Uh, okay. So I don't think we need to double dip. If, and and I think that's a good thing about our list here. If we have something that's the same, we'll just join in on that. Yeah. I don't have to go through it again. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely think 
I could do 15 here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we do that, I just want to kind of wind down on a couple of things that we just didn't get to cover. Yeah. Some other albums that I think are really worth mentioning. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just do, kind of I'll list do the them same. off. Um, Micaia McRaven's Universal Beings. Then there's the Internet's Hive Mind. Then there's Kelly Ukas' uh, Isolation. Then there's Pusha T's Daytona. Then there is, let's see. Eric, while you're looking, um, I'm going to recommend Earl Sweatshirt's Some Rap Songs. Oh, good choice as well. Um, Georgia Came in there late at the end of the year. Yeah. Yep. Georgia Smith's Lost and Found. Ugh. Yeah, see? I know, man. I know. I know. Um, Courtney Barnett's album, Tell Me How You Really Feel, is excellent. Um, let's see what else is on my list. Anderson Pack's Oxnard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Grips, Year of the Snitch. Yeah, and the rest I gave superlatives to. Cool. cool. Oh, and I have another superlatives uh, for a song that was so catchy, but I should have hated it, but it's still stuck in my head, and that is It's Not Living If It's Not Really You by the 1975. I don't know why, John. It's just stuck in my head. I hate it. I don't <laughs> want it to be, but it is. Uh, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, a couple other ones that I have to round it out as well is going to be Against All Logics album 2012 to 2017. This uh, compilation album of later day uh, work from Nicholas Jar just kind of dropped out of nowhere. And then I have John Hopkins mm. Singularity as well. Another great album. Um, I am sure there are plenty more that I'm missing. And then there's some late comers in here. And you know what? There might even be some ties here. Mm. So uh, why don't you, why don't you kick it off? I kicked it off last right. time. You could kick it off this time. So at number fifteen, I have Nico Case's Hell On. Ooh, I did not expect it to be that low. Oh really? Well, yeah. well you'll see when we get up there. It, that's the problem. There's so much good stuff. It's just like how do you classify and just, okay? How so do you... she's also on my list. Okay, too, as well. Perfect. So. I don't get why this album didn't get more buzz. I don't know either, man. It's so good. Her mix of country folk indie music is just perfection it's, on this. It's like good coffee shop music. Like when you hear coffee shop music, you're just like, ugh. But this is like, it's a whole new level. It's so good. I got chills listening to this album at several points. Yeah, her she voice is... still got it, man. Her voice is very distinct. It's very simple in some ways, but also just so like powerful and moving. Like it just works. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful at certain points. I'm very excited to see her next year with you. Yeah, me yeah, too, we're, man. We're going... When is it? In February, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know why this album isn't showing up a more top 10 list I for people. I really don't get it. And I get it. She has she has put out so much immaculate work over the course of her career. But this is, I don't know. I, I thought this album was brilliant. Even for the album cover, too. It's great. Oh, yeah. Wearing the, a cigarette-like <laughs> hair thing. It's great. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. All right. I can cross that one off the list. So we've already had uh, a double double dip, I guess, of sorts. What number? Or I guess, don't don't cross it off, like, when you get it to the number on your list. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. That's yeah, a good yeah. idea. All right. Well, okay. So I'm going to first start off with one that I think will also be on your list, too. Mm-hmm. Yves Tumor's Safe in the Hands of Love. He is on there. Ah, oh, good, L- good. A little higher than where you put him, but yes. So... I really, really thought this album was fascinating. Yes. Dropped out of nowhere and is just 
unlike anything else I think I've heard this year. Very weird, experimental, in your face. Yeah, you never really know where the album is going. It's so unique, but somehow it never feels like out of place or mm -hmm. something just doesn't work. It is just such a unique listening experience. And it has to be on there. Yeah, you definitely check that album out. Um, at number 14, I have one that you talked about already. It's the Against All Logic <laughs> one, 2012 to 2017. Like you said, Nicholas Jar, DJ, this dropped out of nowhere. Just a compilation of different projects and things he's worked on. But it's so good. Agreed. So good. Like This was a great year for electronic music. And this is an album that definitely should not be go unheard. So. Yes, completely agree. Uh, very, to kind of elaborate on it, it's it's one of those kind of things where you're listening to it and you feel like he just always does a great job of building up each and every song. Mm -hmm. He knows like the right time to change things up and when to add elements, when to subtract elements. He's just a very smart musician. And honestly, that's probably some of my favorite work he's ever done. All right, so next on my list, I have Soccer Mommies hmm. Clean. I have her on my list as well. A very, very small in scope, but just smartly crafted singer-songwriter album. It's kind of like an indie Alanis Morissette, if you yeah. will. Yeah, I would completely agree with that sentiment. She definitely has her own... It's very 90s sounding and style, but just the way she just sings and just the topics and just mm -hmm. the sounds, the lo-fi sounds, I really, really liked. And you talked about good coffee shop music. This is exactly one of those scenarios. I love the personality that shines through on this album. It You really get a good grasp of what she's about. And it's one of those kind of things where you feel like, man, if I were younger and single she'd be the type of girl that i would want to date and probably break my heart <laughs> all right number 13 i have super chunks what a time to be alive very short album it's probably around 30 minutes but it's very good it's very good punk music it's got some good features on it from uh, the girl from wax hatchy i forgot about that album that is a fun album yeah it's really really good highly recommended and gives a lot about the current current political climate so it's probably one of my favorite political albums if you would too just mm -hmm. something quick and not very it's in your face about it but not overtly mm -hmm. so i liked it a lot yeah I, it's tough to disagree with that being on your list sir yeah next up i have helena house qualm really dug this album female dj who just crushes her music like her music just is so like harsh and abrasive mm -hmm. and just guys like just gets me so amped up she is just so good at what she does she signed on to i believe ninja tune for this album and she just brought it from top to bottom like this is a great electronic album from an artist who is just only going to get better at what she does this is one of those kind of things where you could chill out to certain segments of it. You could like dance certain segments of it. You can kind of just like trip out certain segments of it. There's a good, yeah, there's a lot of variety in it. Yeah. Really enjoyed this album from beginning to end. I just, I absolutely love her style too. It's just great to hear like techno music that just adds this level of harshness 
to it and it just works so well nice uh speaking of electronic music i had number 12 aphex twins collapse yes yeah, sir we already talked about it but yeah it's great music video i struggled too this year because there were a lot of eps this year you know there's this weird trend of you know just seven songs on eps and just little quick little things like you know the iron snails one this one even the kanye west one the Pusha t one so I debated. It's like, should I put albums on here, EPs on there? But this this album's definitely worth it. So definitely mm-hmm. check out Collapse. Agreed, sir. Agreed. Very excited to see what he does next because his last couple of EPs have been very, very interesting. You never really know what he's going to do next. And I hope he doesn't slow down anytime soon. Next up, I have from Marie Davidson, Davidson, Working Class Woman a good one. Oh man if there was ever an electronic album that was great at getting your feet moving as well as making like some really like powerful like social commentary behind it this is that album there's definitely like a feminist twinge to this but it's still not done without a sense of humor and it's still done with a lot of great experimental elements to it and Honestly, this is probably one of those albums that will get better with age on my list. I have a feeling this one will, but I just love the statement behind it. And I love that she was able to just kind of do all these strange things at points. It just, what's the best word that I'm looking for here? It's an album where some of the most powerful statements in it are made with just pure instrumentation. Yeah. If you can tell a story, if you can say a message with just instrumental elements, you know you're doing something right. Heck yes. That's a great album. All right. Number 11. We already talked about it, but I had Soccer Mommy's Claim. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. So there she is. Good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Can't, can't talk enough good things about that album. Yeah. Really, people cannot overlook that one. Then I have kind of a late comer here that I had discovered a little bit later, and that is Object. That's Object with a K instead of a C, and the album is Cocoon Crush. I think I remember you talking about this. Yes. So this is a, um, I think he, I think he resides. I think he was British born, but now resides in Munich. This is a very very interesting electronic artist in the sense that every album he's kind of redefining and kind of just changing up his whole entire sound and this is one of those albums that really gave me something that i felt like all right you're really pushing what could be done with electronic music here there are a lot of little details in these tracks that i feel like i'm finding every single time i'm listening to this album it's almost a mixture of something like a cyberpunk film mixed with ambient elements and elements of like you know kind of like maybe even some aphex twin in there too as well it really goes all over the place and it's just a very unique listening experience from beginning to end so highly recommend listening to the album with headphones so you get all the little details i literally just added it sweet all right well we are now in our top 10 Oh, oh boy all right well, don't you have one more? No. Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. These are we're top ten now. All right, top ten. Yep. 
<sighs> I know. All Buckle right. In. So number ten, I have Cutworms with Hollow Ground. Uh, I talked about this album probably in March of last of this year. John actually got me the vinyl as a present. He found it at Park Ave CDs. It was only ten bucks for the special edition, which is crazy, but. It's very good. It's indie, folk, country-esque. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Just just listen to it. Trust me. It's great. <laughs> if, you, if you're into like indie, kind of fun, folk rock, it's great. Mm-hmm. And that's why it is number 10 on my list. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm going to start off mine already with... Well, you know what? No, I'll say that. I'll save that for a little bit later, I think. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I'm actually going to start off with Georgia Smith. Totally had forgotten about that album until you had mentioned it, but I need to have my girl on there. I loved this album. Yeah. Such powerful R&B. A hell of a voice. Too. I hope she gets more acclaim than she has already. Yeah. She should be singing the next Bond movie's theme song. Oh, there's a track on that album called The One that sounds like a Bond song, and she she needs to be singing that song. She has the voice for it. She has the power behind it. She is one of those kind of artists that I think is really creating some very powerful R&B music, and this album she cannot could, be overlooked. She could definitely easily be like Alicia Keys level, Beyonce level, just with her voice mm-hmm. and her talent. So, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Completely agree, sir. Nice. Well, speaking of kind of that larger-than-life personality and style, number nine on my list is Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer. Nice. Yeah. I actually have her on my list, too. Nice. Yeah, she's... This album is... It's a whole beast of a beautiful feminist power in your face. Love yourself. Love other people. Love other people. John and I both saw Janelle Monae. At House of Blues, at a sold-out show. show. Oh, my gosh. Made was... me really appreciate this album a lot more, too. Yeah, and even the David Byrne concert we saw, too, when we weren't crazy about the album, but, you know, seeing it live was like a whole other thing, and I definitely felt that attachment, and now I see the grand vision of everything. So, yeah, definitely check out Dirty Computer. And see John Monet if you can. She's mm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up, I have Got to Put My Boy kamasi washington on there Mm. heaven and earth so i know you talked a little bit about it this guy is going to be the miles davis of our generation i think he's already shown that he's going to reach that level and i hate those kind of comparisons but i think that's the best way i could describe him in the sense that like years from now people are going to be saying this guy was a genius this guy did something completely different and unlike other people. It's really interesting. Like Miles Davis, see where I feel it's different is like Miles Davis had different styles. Like, you know, he releases an album like kind of blue and then, you know, he has like bitches brew where it's experimental. But like, I feel Kamasi Washington has the same style per se. Like it's kind of like this epic fast paced kind of thing. So I really want to see something like, I want to see what he does in like, 40 minutes as opposed to three hours you know what i mean mm. like what would change or what would i want him to do like a kind of like softer jazz album instead of like because he incorporates so many styles and it's really cool but like i want to see what he does with like constraints almost 
I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, what was his first? The epic, right? Yeah. There's a lot of the sounds and the styles that are very similar to this album. I just kind of want to see something like a little different. You know what I mean? Like, just you're not the only person who have said that. I felt like, I guess the reason why I use the Miles Davis comparison is that like it's either him or John Col- Coltrane. They're always considered like the biggest of all time. Yeah. You know? Oh, he's definitely put his name out there to become that level. But like as Miles Davis, you know, like when we did Sorcerer, right? Mm. Like that album came out in a different time. It was right before that experimental, you know, jazz age came about. It was the last almost like classical jazz. Did you listen to Harmony of Difference? He had an EP that came out before this. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Very melodic. Yeah. So that's why Mm. I'm saying that. I mean, I think, I think your point is completely valid. I'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever. I would like to actually see that too, because you prove a good point. It'd be interesting to see what he could do. What was it you're saying? Restraint? Like he, he almost yeah, kind of held himself back. A not bit. even held himself back. Just like, I want like a, like a light, not a light jazz, but like, you know, we get these three hour epics. I want to see what he does in like an hour. Like yeah. just tell me the same message in a shorter amount of time almost. Just to see if it's like a challenge almost. So you're one of those critics that would say that movies shouldn't be over two hours long. Oh, huh? no, no, no. No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm all for a three-hour movie if it warrants it. I'm just giving you a hard yeah. time. That, that ended up becoming a huge thing on the internet and everybody was arguing about it. No, I, I get your point. Your point is completely valid. I just think that between his own solo stuff, the stuff that he's done on rap albums, mm-hmm. and the fact that he can do... He did Claire de Lune, which is like a classical standard song on the epic. And then who is it that he covered? for Carol King. Carol King. Yeah. Like the fact that he could go from that kind of, from one genre that's like associated with classical music to another, like what genre would you consider Carol King? I guess. Pop, easy listening. Yeah, pop. Okay. You know? Like to be able to do those different kind of genres, that takes a lot of skill. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Miles Davis adapted constantly and he was always ahead of the curve and i can see that happening with kamasi washington oh, yeah. that's why i use that comparison i yeah. i hate those things typically but no 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 i best totally way i could do it so yeah. so at number eight i know you already talked about this one this was tierra wax whack world mm-hmm. and i had to put it on here on number eight just because it's so unique you know, we were talking about the EPs this year and how everything's a little shorter, you know, the seven songs kind of get in, get out, quick thing. But this thing is only 15 minutes long. It's bizarre. It's weird. It ends right before you want it to keep going, but mm-hmm. it's so interesting and so cool and unique. I definitely think you should check it out. Tough to argue with that, sir. Yeah. Really, really tough to argue with that. I really enjoyed it quite a lot. And the only reason why why it wasn't higher is not because of any detriment to this artist or this album. Just that there's so much good stuff. I know, this man. Year. I know. It's it was hard making this list. Yeah, it really. Especially was. these lower. Like I kind of knew my top five where I wanted to go with it, but like the bottom ones were just kind of like, man, where do I even stack these compared to mm. anything else? And I think for me, when making this list, it came to playability and like how many times I came back to it. Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Next up, it's tie time. I have a tie. Oh, no. And I kept these together because they're both within the same genre, and they're both from Chicago. 
It's oh. No Names Room 25 mm-hmm. and Saba's Care For Me. Mm, Both I'm, very strong rap albums. I have No Name on my list. Good man. Good man. Mm-hmm. Very excited to see her in January. Yes. And, and she's dropping a new song at the first of the year. Oh, yeah, she is? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Dope. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. So where do I begin? Chicago's just killing it right now in the rap game. I think that's fairly obvious with the output that's coming out of there. And it's no different with both these artists. In the case of No Name, this is a almost like a cosmic rap album with like a lot of like jazz touches to it. And she's got this just great flow and unpredictability to her lyrics. And she has just a strong personality behind it. She self-released this album and just plays by her own rule book. This is just a great album from beginning to end. And she deserves more recognition for what she's bringing. I really hope she just keeps on growing from here, just like my man Saba is with his album Care For Me. This is a very much more personal album from th- from him this time around, and it works so well. It makes a lot of comments about like, you know, how we're just so infatuated with statuses that we put out there on the internet. It's very much at points just kind of him, you know, growing within the rap game and his humble beginnings and you know sometimes the loneliness that comes from you know striving to just make it big and really get your name out there both fantastic rap albums from beginning to end nice all right number seven i have clarence clarity's think peace you know what i i still haven't checked this guy out oh you need to he's great uh, similar in the vein of Elvis two more, I guess, with the experimentation, kind of pop songs, weird sounds. You don't know where things are going and this kind of epic that he created. But I definitely feel like experimental kind of DJ music. I highly, highly recommend this one. Cool. Good stuff. Yep. Good, good stuff. I've been meaning to. I've been really, really meaning to yeah. listen to him. You would like it. Cool. Good. Next up. I have one that I feel like might not be in a lot of people's top 10 or maybe not even on any kind of list whatsoever, but I feel like this girl deserves recognition I because I really love this album. And that's the album from Ness Knight called Dream Girl. I thought you were going to say Cardi B. <laughs> this <laughs> is a young pop star in the making. She comes from SoundCloud, but yet is such a unique and really just highly talented artist who I just feel like has the ability to become something even bigger than she is. She's, I think she's in her like early twenties right now. Yeah. And you know, this is very much a millennial album, but that doesn't matter because she can sing, she can rap. Sometimes she'll just mix it up, you know, like in between lyrics it's just she's got this free flow she's got a really good flow to her absolutely and just these really strong catchy pop choruses i loved this album from beginning to end and in theory it's not an album that's made for me it's not yeah but yet i loved it and i can't See, stop that's what's listening great about to it. it and that's how it works about it yeah and that's how you know you have a strong artist this is one of those kind of artists that i think more people need to give her a chance forget about where she's from forget about whether she has radio play and all that kind of stuff this is somebody who i feel like i don't know 5 years from now and she's making it big we get to brag and say 
we knew about her first. Heck yes. All right. Number six. We already talked about this one. This is Yulvis Tumor, Safe in the Hands of Love. So good. I know. It's so good. I love that album. <laughs> you got it on vinyl, didn't you? I do. Is it uh, is it pretty good? Like the pressing? Yes. Oh, good. yeah. They did a good job. Warp, it's a, man. I'm telling you. It's a 2LP, but it's still good. So. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Good, good stuff. What do you got next? All right. Uh, okay. So this is where some of the mixing up came into play. But I feel like I'm going to have to cross this one out and kind of add it somewhere at the end. I wanted to talk about it because I think it's a great album, but I feel like this one needs to come off the list. Next up, I've got Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour. That's a good one, too. I did not think I would have a country album on my list here. I've got a bone to pick with most modern country artists. It's either they've kind of crossed over into the pop genre and their country personas are just so fake and so like, I don't know, cliched and just not authentic whatsoever. Bo Burnham does a great bit on country. Yes. The stadium rock song. Yeah. But Casey Musgraves is authentic and she has a great personality. She's very much the type of girl that, you know, yeah, she may be country, but that doesn't mean she can't hang. Yeah. That doesn't mean that she, you know, isn't Just street because smart. she's country doesn't mean she's a little rock and roll. Exactly. There you <laughs> go, sir. Ugh, I, I my blood cringe when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping to kind of glide right by it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just sweep it right underneath there the rug. You go. Yeah, she's just... This is an album about, you know, still figuring herself out, still trying new things. It's about finding yourself even further, even when you're in love. And this is another great example of a strong pop album. I just love some of the choruses on here. I love the production values on here too. Like the the production on her work has always been strong, Mm -hmm. but this one especially I think does some really interesting things with it. And I think it's absolutely worthy of checking out. If you're one of those kind of people that wants to like country music more, someone like me, because I think this is a very strong album. Nice. All right, folks, here we go. Top five. (laughs) We have talked about this one already, but no names room 25 is number five for me nice yeah i remember when we first talked about it and i think i gave it a gotta have it which is a good rating of course but mm-hmm. it's definitely grown on me since then and i appreciate it more than i did then well, gotta have it's our top one you no. mean own it own it i gave it an own it yeah yeah we, we both gave it an own it I'm yes pretty we sure. did. yeah mm-hmm I don't know, man, just something about it's grown on me and just like the style and just the DIY aspects of it and just her talent alone and her rapping and her flow and the jazz. I had, I had to, it had to be up there and I Uh, tossed up and I had to toss, it was either that or dirty computer in that five spot. And I couldn't like, man, it was hard, but yeah, I definitely really liked this album. So definitely go check out no name room 25. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. And to your point, just like you gave and known it, like you said, and I agree, it is definitely a gotta have it. Yeah, all these albums really in this in this uh, top ten are gotta have it, in my opinion, whether they were own it or not. Oh, of course. Yeah, and I've got at number five for me, 
anyway, is going to be Janelle Monae's dirty computer. Ooh, there she is. So we won't talk about it too much because we already covered it. The only other thing that I really wanted to add is, even though this isn't my favorite album by her, I think that this album is the one where it really kind of everything that she's been building up to comes to fruition. Mm -hmm. This is the album where it's like, okay, now you're reaching for like the Prince level quality. Yeah. Like she was working her way up there. She was going to get there. She had the talent for it. She was already great to begin with. But if Prince were still alive today, he would look at that album and be like, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. And it is. It really, really is. And I think if you take into account everything that's gone on outside of it too as well, like she is just in peak form right now. Yeah. Nice. All right. Throwing it back to the early days of 2018. My number four pick is MGMT's Little Dark Age. No kidding. Yes. All right. I, I've i come back to this album a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know when we first talked about it, we were very impressed and we loved it. And I, just the songs and the structures and the experimentation. Mm-hmm. She works out too much. The opening track even is just like Pure every fun. song on this album hits and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't forget about it and I didn't want to not forget about it. So Little Dark Age by MGMT. Well, I, I did forget about it. And it's tough to disagree with you, man. I knew that there were people who didn't like this album, but I think well, they were expecting. They are wrong. Yeah, they are <laughs> totally wrong. This they're, is they're, a very strong album. Yeah. I, I, I wish it got more love from the supposed MGMT fans, but I think those MGMT fans were just kind of well, they were wanting looking, kids yeah. again and stuff like that. Right. No, that's... I'm glad we didn't get kids again. This is an album that, for me, to your point, had a lot of replayability to it. Yeah. And I don't know why it got the bad rap that it deserved, that it, that it got, because it didn't deserve it, I, I should say. All right. So next up, I have on my list Sophie's Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. Mm. Yes. So I have a feeling this isn't going to be the last time we're going to talk about it. No, we are not. (laughs) Holy cow. Yep. This album. This is, yeah. This album is on a whole nother level. Whole nother. It's on a whole new world, if you will. (laughs) Holy cow. It is just mind-blowing. I think this has been the year for experimental and electronic music, and this album is definitely the epitome of experimental electronic music yeah just yeah. the sounds and the abrasiveness and just the vocals and everything it just mashes into this weird like what am i listening to but it's so good and so well thought out and smart and this is a trans artist that doesn't let what people have as expectations or what people think this ignores all that and is like I am taking this into a whole nother level. Yeah. Forget everything you know. Forget what people say, good and bad. I am on my own planet. Yeah. I am somebody who's going to do some some things with my voices that you've with my voice that you've never ever heard before. This is just utterly a fascinating album from beginning to end, and I absolutely love it. 
And I remember when we reviewed it, I was like on the fence about giving it a gotta have it. But then I ultimately did. And I'm so glad I did because I really, I, I can't speak enough good things about this album. Yeah. And I'm sure you can join me in on that. But this is just on a whole nother level. Really, really is. It I is. just, oh, I mean, I'm jealous of you owning it on vinyl. And I yep. see it right over there. There she is. We might need to listen to that one track. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> Blow out your speakers and disturb the neighbors, right? Ooh, yeah. Speaking about uh, blowing out speakers and disturbing the neighbors, number three on my list is Daughters. You won't Ooh. get what you want. Tough to disagree with you. I, I can't Ooh. believe I forgot them on my list. I should yeah, have had man. them on this, there. This album I've been coming back to a lot, and it's just... It involves you in this immersive sound and style that is unlike what this man has done before. And their elements of their hardcore and the screaming and the guitars and distortion work perfectly. Yeah, love that. Love that album too. I don't. I don't think for me it was in my top ten. Yeah. Uh, but that's just really because of competition. But yeah, no, I'm absolutely right there with you. I don't. I don't disagree whatsoever. It is definitely an intense album. Yeah. I, I love that one song where he's like, don't tell me how to do my job. That one. Yeah. It's so good. It's just, yeah. Excuse me. Ugh. If they ever come here and they oh, play we're live, going. we are going. We are going. Well, we're standing in the back of the room. I'm fine with that. Because I do not want to get involved in that mosh pit. Yeah. But <laughs> it is. Yeah. No, it's tough to disagree with that choice. Next up is one that we've already talked about, but I think absolutely deserves the spot that she has, and that's Nico Case with Hell On. Oh, wow. You put it really high up there. Uh, yes, I did. I genuinely loved this album. I love every little detail about it. I felt like at points I was listening to an album. You know how like, there's some older albums that you listen to from like the 1970s that maybe your dad or mom listened to that have that just great warmth quality to it that's how i felt at points i felt like her voice gave me this feeling of kind of like all right i'm being drawn in by her her voice like it's very much just very what's 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 the word that i'm looking she for? has a very like it's almost like a lullaby-esque yeah kind of voice yeah, like but like lulled in by her. but also too it can be a not abrasive, but like in your face and just what she sings about and just kind of makes you feel a certain way. The lyrics are clever. She's just a clever person. Yeah. I just, I don't get, I, I know I said it before, but I really do not get why more people aren't talking about this album. I agree. So yeah, no, it definitely is high for me. Yep. And speaking of high, number two on my list, we just talked about, but Sophie's oil of every pearls mm. on insides. Yeah. Like John said, it's sitting on my record shelf. I cannot. I just got it in the mail a couple of days ago. I cannot wait to listen to this and blast it. It's it's an incredible album. And if 2018 had an album, this would definitely be it. And yeah, please listen to this album if you like experimental DJ style music, or if you just want to really scare the crap out of your friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which which you should. Yes, every, you every, definitely everybody should. everybody needs to listen to this album. It is just, it is so ahead of its time. Yes. I'm interested to see how many artists will rip off Sophie. Uh, there will be a lot. Yep. There will be a lot. Next up. Number two for John. Number two. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if this was actually your number one. My number two is Parquet Courts, <laughs> Wide Awake. Well, well. So what else can be said about 
this band at this point for for both you and I. Other than that, they're operating at a level that nobody else can touch in the span of indie music, in my in my opinion. They are pushing themselves even further to doing all these new things. They teamed up with Danger Mouse on this record. And even though he brings in like this really crisp production value, it works to their benefit. It then means that they can expand their sound, try different instruments and, you know, just really random elements like Wide Awake almost comes off like this bizarro New Orleans party song. Yeah. It I... makes a lot of great comments on, you know, the world that we live in today, but it pulls into question all the sides. Pulls into question that, yes, there is such a thing as being too woke and there is such a thing as the world just wearing you down with all the bad news that it has constantly out there. So, this is a great direction for this band. So John and I saw Parquet Courts, and John introduced me to Parquet Courts, what was it, two years ago? When we saw yeah, them at the yeah. social? Mm-hmm. And they just released Human Performance, which is their previous album, and I was blown away. It was probably one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. Just the energy, the crowd, everything about it. And I knew they were definitely like going to make something really cool next. And like John said, they partnered with Danger Mouse, which probably got a lot of people worried because, you know, Danger Mouse can be hit or miss sometimes when he works with these indie bands. But he just he understood what this band is and was and what needed to be done to mix them and almost capture what you see live. When I first heard this album, I put on I put on my record player. And I felt the energy I felt at that show. Like the screams were more pronounced. It was in your face. It was aggressive. It was the bass lines are just incredible. And I've I this is my favorite album of the year, and it's why I put it as number one. They're so, one of my favorite bands working today. Yeah, they they're great. And I highly from what John was saying too, I highly just recommend if you're looking for some good rock and like punk and just driven really good bass lines and guitars and just a mesh of they take that four piece band and just blow it out of the water. They do. So definitely check out wide awake. They really do. I I think this is some of the strongest lyrics that, uh, Adam Savage has done. I think Andrew Savage, Andrew Savage. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Adam Savage. Isn't that the guy from Wonder Years? I think Uh, you combined like Adam Sandler. Wait, is it Adam Savage? Ben Savage. Ben Savage. There we go. Yeah, so so A Savage. A Savage is just what he goes by. This is probably some of the strongest lyrics that he has done yet with this band. Yeah, and, and if they're ever in town, go see them. Absolutely. I'm sure they're going to be playing at a bigger venue. I yeah. think we've talked about this before, but we saw them in a smaller venue. They'll be playing at a bigger venue next. Oh, yeah. I'm very curious to see what these guys do next, and hopefully they're coming out with some more material next year because they come out with stuff pretty much every year. Yeah. They're one of the hardest-working bands they're one of those bands. They're not on social media. Oh, they know, are on Ellen, though. But they did play on Ellen, which I thought <laughs> was time. so interesting. You, you have no idea where these guys are going. And they have like these very punk personalities. I remember the show that we saw them at. At one point, somebody was talking in the back, and he was like, get out of here. You know, I'm not really going to say what he said. But yeah. he just basically told them to get at it, get out of here. You know, he said that this is a punk show and that you're here to, you know, rock out and all that good stuff. And I love that kind of attitude. This is one of those bands that I feel like not enough people have heard about, and I want more people to hear about it. You know, we've heard from some people say, I don't like his voice. 
What? There's nothing wrong with his voice. His voice is fine. It's deep. It's cool. He can do all sorts of it's things. It's punk. Yeah. It's punk music. Just shut up and listen. Just shut up and listen. Exactly. Well, if that was your number two and that was my number one, I have no idea what you put as number one. Oh, I hope you didn't look. I did not. No. Okay, good, good, good. Well, th- was that your number one? That was my number one. Wow, I I planned it out perfectly then. Am I predictable? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to take a splash here so you could take a little bit. Oh, right? yes. Plus, uh, you know, I want to keep you in suspense here. So <sighs> my coffee, number yes. one is... Probably going to be an interesting one. but I can I... probably guess. It's an electronic artist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Adam picked an indie rock album and John picked an electric one. <laughs> yeah, 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 unpredictable. <laughs> but I, I had to really think about this because it's like not only just because of all the great music that's come out there, but it's like do I really want to put one that I feel like is very personal to top of my list, but I do have reasons why I could put it at number one. And thankfully I have seen it pretty high up on some people's lists out there. So I don't feel as bad as putting it for my number one. And you know what? It is my list. Dang it. So I'm going to put as number one, the latest album from ski mask com pro. Ooh. Okay. So let me tell you guys something. Anybody who listens into the show knows I'm a huge Boards of Canada fan. I wear that what? dang shirt. Oh. You? No. <laughs> that kind of genre of music, you know, typically referred to as IDM, intelligent dance music. There are a lot of great albums within that genre. You know, you can find Flying Lotus in there too. You know, he's definitely done those kind of albums. This is the album that belongs in that list of some of the all-time best IDM albums. It is that much of an instant classic. This musician who hails from Munich, Germany, has done a lot of work in his short span of his career. But with this one, he's taken it to a whole nother level. This can be ambient. It has elements of, you know, techno. It has elements of breakbeats in it. And it is just a very repeatable listen. It's definitely one that I feel like is enjoyed best at night and kind of just getting lost in. And you know me, I love albums that you can get lost in. Mm -hmm. But this is just a smartly crafted album from beginning to end. Wow. Anytime, for me, anytime you can come up with something that, incorporates sounds and different musical elements that really aren't heard anywhere else and make them work within your music. Anytime you can do that, you are already going to be like up there on my list for me. And this one is just such an enjoyable experience from beginning to end. It is just, this is a musician who loves so much music out there and takes so much from them and just knows how to craft a strong track from the beginning it starts to the beginning it ends to, to, to the very end of it. And I have just loved this album. I keep on coming back to it again and again and again. It sounds like something that you can like listen to during the winter time as you're like walking through a slow snowfall that's coming down. For me, it's just oh, I, I, I can't get enough of it. I really, really can't. 
I want you to listen to it because I'd be very curious to see what I literally just added it on my okay, list. Okay, awesome. So, yeah. Because it's definitely very much, it feels very European. And I don't mean that in a detriment. It feels very European in the sense that it's just rich with atmosphere. And it's just one of those kind of things where you could be floating one second through the ambient tracks. You can be kind of taken in, you know, the atmosphere and all the different things around you going on to just bobbing your head and kind of getting like lost in a really good groove the next. This is the kind of genre that like when this album when I first started listening to this album, it then opened up so many more doors for me. I wanted to find out more about this kind of sound and I wanted to find more artists like it. That's how great this album was for me because I just couldn't get enough of it. And there is so much more out there, but this is just very, very strong. And I'm glad to see people giving it the recognition that it deserves. But for me, it's my number one because I just can't get enough of it. Nice. Just simple as that. Simple as that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Here we are, so, 2018. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. deal. Wow. I'm very excited for you to listen to that. I'd be very curious to see what your thoughts are behind it. Me too. Put it. Put on some headphones, you know, later on tonight and listen to it. And let me know what you think. Sweet. So I'm excited, sir. Wow. Good job, 2018. You good. did You did good, kid. Yeah. <laughs> good job, kid. We had some laughs. We had some cries. But most mostly smiles. This was a good year for music. And yeah. 2019... We will see what you bring. Ooh. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, boy, we... to Kanye West maybe putting out an album. To... Finally, maybe we'll get that Vampire Weekend album. Yep. Yep, looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Wasn't there somebody else who said he's dropping a new album next year? Uh, oh, crud. Uh, I don't think I'm familiar with Oh, crud. <laughs> I hope he's good. Maybe he's electronic, right? No. Oh, isn't it um, guy Jarvis cocker isn't that him jarvis cocker isn't wait no, isn't he isn't, an old singer like a folk singer isn't he jarvis crocker um I, I don't know doesn't he sing get by with a little help that's joe crocker yeah yeah no this is isn't this the guy you know jarvis sings that cocker. song and does that thing i don't even know sure <laughs> yeah no uh i'm i'm excited because i think if we've been getting this kind of level of music this year in 2018 I'm just so pumped for what's going to happen in 2019. Yeah, and I'm pumped for 2019 for our little podcast, too. Me, too. Because we're going to be doing more. We're going to have blog posts. Oh, we've got so many fun things ahead of us. Hopefully get on Spotify soon. What else do we got going? We got concerts we're going to talk about. John and I are going to a lot of concerts next year. Yeah, we are. A lot of concerts, so we'll be able to talk about those. And, yeah, of course, more coffee to help us. All the coffee. Yeah. I'm excited, too, because we're going to have the guys from JP's Classy Cold Brew on here pretty oh, shortly. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I got to talk with them about all their new flavors and their expanded markets. So, mm-hmm. yeah, can't wait for you guys to experience all that, and we'll be back next week with more fun. Ooh, I, d- I don't know what album we're going to do yet, right? Uh, I, don't know. I think we should do um, – I wanted to talk about that Bruce Springsteen special. Oh, yeah, I think that might call. be good. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do that. I can't find the artist I was talking about earlier. That's okay. We'll figure uh, it out. I, I'm sorry. I I could be totally lying about that. It's all good. So, and, I, and it's oh no, it's definitely not Post Malone. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> definitely. He sings that song. Yeah, that's Post Malone. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. 
Oh, jeez. Is the Japanese breakfast coming out with an album next year? No? Uh, She might be. She's coming on tour. That's right. She is. She's playing at the Abbey, I think. Gotcha. The Abbey. The Abbey Doobie. (laughs) Abbey Doobie. Abbey Doobie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends. Well, what did you guys, did you guys like music this year? You can email us. You can write to us. G for D podcast. Look for us up. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Tell us our list rule. Tell us they suck. Please tell us they suck. I want to want to talk about music. It's good. <laughs> yeah. No. No. The, we we love chatting about music. We, we want to hear everybody's opinions. Did we miss something? That's the big thing. Oh, I'm sure we did. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we did too. I mean, we listened to a lot, but we can't hear everything, right? Yeah. Um, un- unfortunately, that'd be nice to listen to every single thing out there. Mm. Be be real nice. Just listen to music all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No. No. It's not possible though. Mm-hmm. We 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 are only human. That's right. We 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 are not dirty computers. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, maybe maybe we're a little dirty, but we're definitely not computers. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, I haven't showered in a while. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry kidding. to hear that. <laughs> well, anyways, friends, thanks for listening. Happy almost New Year, and we'll see you next time here on G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of G4D, Grounds for Discussion with Adam and John. Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.